Hello and welcome to the Hoosie Podcast with me, Phil. Me, Paul. And Tony, I'm back again. Yay, it's that time of year when Tony's back. And as usual... Two or three times a year. Two or three times a year. And why do I always pick July? I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's nothing to do with the weather at all. And how nothing at all. How lovely it is out there. No, nothing to do with that at No, all. because as usual, folks, um, we've picked July to do yet another audio commentary. And it's one of the hottest days of the month so far. Since isn't records it? began. Since records <laughs> began, indeed, indeed. Yes, it's a sweltering... It's got to be at least 28 degrees in here, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, it's got to be. So, um, usually we would kick things off with the news, wouldn't we? Yes. But we're going to forego that this week because it's just too damn hot to sit in here any longer. Um, and I have washed my uh, tight vest and, pa- and uh, yeah. <laughs> pants. Pants. Yeah, Tony totally forgot his pee kit. Pants. Pants. Yeah. So um, we'll do a bumper news uh, next week instead. So we, we'll just sort of uh, we decide to do that. So um, as we sort of announced on our last podcast and on our Twitter and Facebook groups, uh, we're going to do a commentary for the Stones of Blood. Now, this was actually a change to the uh, one that Tony thought we were going to do, because we were going to do the Mind Robber, weren't we? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, we, we changed their minds. So <laughs> oh. I think we're a good job, actually. It's too hot to sit here and do a six-episode story. Oh. So, oh, God. So, uh, yes, yeah, so that's what we're going to be doing tonight, and we'll just be jumping straight into it, really, won't we? Okay, good stuff. Yes, indeed. Right. Um, before I go on, I, I, actually, it's shame on us, really. This is actually our very first Mary Tam televised story we're actually covering is it really yes yes it oh, is no, yes no. um we've done it every everyone we've even done dodo twice before we got to mary tam for crying out loud so oh dear that's that's a sad state of affairs so we're gonna okay we did the big finish the other week didn't we yeah uh, what other week and that's, that's was right. it now actually it's quite, it quite a while ago yeah remember it well yeah so um should we get cracking then chaps I missed that because I was I was doing good talking. <laughs> so, so. You were just nattering on me and Tony just entertaining ourselves over <laughs> As usual, it's those tight pants again, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay then, you ready? Yeah. Our friend's impatient. Don't let's keep him waiting. Ready at home, everyone? Because we're going to be pressing play yes, yes. on on our uh, DVDs in five, four, three, two, one, and play. And off we go. Right, this episode was first broadcast on the 20th of October, 1978. Mm. And Paul's going to read out the Radio Times synopsis for us. Yes, if you'd got the Radio Times this week and was wondering what this was going to be, it says, Romana's introduction to Earth is not all the Doctor had hoped. What is the mystery surrounding the ancient stone circle? Is there really a Celtic goddess demanding blood sacrifices? The answers threaten danger for the travellers. Hmm, here we go. Spicy stuff. And then we have a model of the TARDIS. In what space? I don't know what that is. But... Well, that seems to be in hyperspace, which they say don't exist. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's the same effect for hyperspace. Oh, dear. Krypton Factor? <laughs> it's the Krypton Factor, oh. isn't it? He does the identity parade later. <laughs> <laughs> and that assault course. <laughs> Goodness me. Is this the second or the third story in the key to time? Third, the third. third one, isn't it? As they've got two pieces there already. Yes, I just realised that. It sounds like my gob, actually. So. Oh, so the fourth story, they'll have the fourth... Uh, they'll be looking for the fourth key. Yes. Oh, cool. well, well done, Tom. Did you, did you figure that all by yourself? <laughs> wow. Oh, excellent. <coughs> oh, dear. All right. Shall I tell you anything else about the uh, TV schedule on, on you know, that, that same evening? Stars you Nutch was very. Well, we haven't done the, the TV schedules yet. We'll get that later, won't yeah, we? Yeah, so, well, I'll do the I'll do the rundown. You can bench you Starsky and Hutch when I go through the TV schedules later. That's my favourite programme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that and Crown Court. <laughs> oh dear. Yes, you can catch the Starsky and Hutch podcast with Tony <laughs> on iTunes. <laughs> oh, I'll get one going. It's... Oh, it's... Yes, the Acolytes Rose had a 13 TOG rating. <laughs> I was going to say, that was the only people who had to moan about the cold on that. <laughs> it's the cosiest and warmest stone circle sacrifice evening ever, isn't it? 
It's obviously the winter solstice one, isn't it? <laughs> Yes, the demand a blood sacrifice. Oh, nothing better than a blood sacrifice, I always say. <laughs> well, see, how you usually spend your Saturday nights, really, isn't it? Oh, yes, yes. Oh. Well, it actually looks like cherry aid, actually, but. <coughs> it's, it's very, very, very weak. Yes, anemic looking blood. <laughs> that came from. Who are they sacrificing? Who's the victim? Um, I think it was just an animal that time. Yeah. Ah. Say so just an animal. I mean, there's, there's, there's you know, the, 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 all oh, life come is on, hey, they've yeah, got a so right yes, to live indeed. as well. All life Paul, is come precious. On. Oh, come on. Oh, that poor boom bit. I see faces and traces of home back in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of that. Oh, prog rock reference number one. <laughs> Yes, whether they had just sacrificed a lamb or not, we don't know. <laughs> oh dear. Of course, of course. Well, I'll go from fact number one here. Go on then. Which is Starsky Nutch. Right, in tonight's Starsky Nutch uh, episode. Dear oh, big dear. He can't wait for his Starsky <laughs> Nutch. I said they'll wait fact, till I've read it out. It's fact number one. We can wait. <laughs> Be on the hoof a bit more, Tone. Oh, Be okay. spontaneous. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Oh. The gorgeous, oh, sorry, the gorgeous Mary Tan. I'm sorry, you did absolutely <laughs> go. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, you know, you're just looking at her shoes. Oh, they're gorgeous. Yes. <laughs> oh, that warning came from Professor Yaffle, I think. <laughs> Those shoes are no more practical than the ones she's got on at the moment, actually. <laughs> Have you tested? <laughs> It's Phil's book, The Footwear of Doctor Who, is available. <laughs> That's all good bookshops. I'm just in touch with my feminine side, okay? <laughs> uh, the Doctor's looking fairly portentous here, isn't he? Go on then, Tone. Doing that, doing that, do it. Have you got a Tom Baker fact? Oh, Baker, I've got one Tom Baker fact, yes. Here, As you can tell, go. Tone's still working for the 19th century. His parchment is <laughs> rustling on the microphone. <laughs> um, right, so give the stones an aura of authenticity. But Baker gathered together a gang of poor people and, pressed, and dressed them up like cavemen and got them to haul huge basalt slabs from quarries hundreds of miles away. Very true, this is. And any insubordination was met with a swift flame torch <laughs> in the face. <laughs> I wonder who Babaker is actually. <laughs> who? You said Babaker. Is it Mar Baker? Well, Boney M was around at the time. If I do say Babaker, I do. Babaker. I do apologise. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Sadly, my Boney M lyrics have let me down there. So yes. I'm trying to think what the what comes after that. <laughs> Who handle their guns? Ma, 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 ma. <laughs> <laughs> and just, so I know handle their guns in it. Um, well done, Tone. Well done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> well, I, um, so, so they live till they die. We don't need Tone. Tone, we don't need Bob well, Son. I want a Rasputin reference song. I can get going with that one. <laughs> <laughs> really good. Please don't. Ah, and our first proper canine story as well, actually, oh, isn't yeah, it? It is, yeah. Yes, because uh, other one, than being, yes. You stay here, canine. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he have laryngitis in the last one? Yeah, with Destiny of the Daleks, we did. Ah. Oh, they appear to have landed in a watercolour. I don't know, I don't know <laughs> what that is, actually. <laughs> it's, it's very nice, but it <laughs> pans out. <laughs> Soft, and it's this if someone's filming watercolour challenge. Yes, <laughs> Hannah Gordon will be outside in a minute. Of, <laughs> of Crawshaw, was he? Was he? Who's Who have done a Crawshaw's acrylics? Do you remember that? No, huh? You've lost me there, Tone. <laughs> no, well, someone must have heard of it. He was on telly, he's been on telly in the 90s and 80s. Nah, huh? no. I remember Nancy Kaminsky. That's who the what's the name that character's based on in, in uh, the far show, you know, Plaque. Oh, was he based on the Crawshaw character? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Crawshaw's okay. acrylics, yeah. 
Now, we may notice here, everyone, that the this is the outside bit is actually filmed on video rather than the usual film. Because the director of this story thought it was too the, the, the film to studio um, quality was too jarring, so he, he started to film on video. Which right. was the first time since the Sontaran experiment, isn't it? Uh-huh. About your knowledge of that. I yeah, think so, because that was filmed on video. I think, I think anyway. Ah, go for the. Let's have the TV listings. Do you want the TV let's listings? Do we? Okay. Well, if you were um, actually just before this was on there, this is 1978. It was the year of Greece, which will be reflected in the charts when I read them uh, later on. But at 1735 on Saturday the 28th of October, it was Greece Day USA. Oh yeah. So and then at uh, this was I thought this was quite late actually at, 20, at 25 past six Doctor Who, which I thought was quite late. Actually, for a, I seem to remember a lot earlier than this. Then at um, 10 to 7, Larry Grayson's Generation game. Um, at uh, 7.45, All Creatures Great and Small. That's right. Uh, Featuring too, a future it? Doctor Who there, actually, Peter Davison. Yeah. Um, 20.35, Little and Large. Ah. Crikey. Um, then at 21.05, Starsky and Hutch. And the synopsis is, right, we have in tonight's episode, Big Trouble is Brewing for Country Boy Starsky and Hutch. When they infiltrate a hillbilly moonshine operation. Oh, God. Oh. And after that, at uh, 2155 was the news that 2205 was match of the day. 2305 was Parkinson. And at uh, five past midnight, the weatherman. And that was it. That was your TV for the, for the evening. For a Saturday night, wasn't too bad. Considering what Saturdays are, oh. other than little and large, perhaps. It'd been yeah. the two Ronnies, or, or even, dare I say, in this week, the Valdunican show. Ah... Uh. Uh, which uh, sad, sad loss of Bell Dunican this raise, week. Yes, raise a drink to him later. Yes, and Chris Squires. Can I just say as well? Yes, I know. Yes, I was going to come to that one as well. But that's not a bad Saturday night lineup, really. I could have sat no. down and watched that, and then actually at the end of that, when your license fee actually after, Tony it. Hart. After <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It's a, oh, no, sorry. It's a <laughs> <laughs> that's it was his watercolour earlier. <laughs> But after Parkinson, you could have flicked over to BBC Two, or rather got up and turned the press the huge button on the front of your TV. <laughs> or turned the dial, whichever, whichever TV you had. Walking up to the television, wow. And watched the midnight movie on BBC Two, which was Murder, She Said. Oh, oh yes. yes. I have a synopsis yes. of that. Which, of course, has a connection with this All right, okay. series of Doctor Who. And you're going to tell us? Gerard Cross. Was in it. Ah, oh, I see who voices one of the Megara later yes. on, which won't get to until next week, though. No. But there oh, we are. Cool. Now, I've got a synopsis of the uh, Midnight Movie as well here. Murder, she said. Go well, on, then. Starring Margaret Rutherford, who plays a stubborn amateur sleuth who solves crimes using the spoken word rather than a typewriter, much to the chagrin of fellow sleuth, forward thinking Angela Lansbury. <laughs> chagrin. <laughs> what a chagrin. Chagrin, I've heard say chagrin. You say chagrin, I'll say chagrin. Let's call the whole thing off. Bloody French. <laughs> Never spoke properly. I do apologise for our French <laughs> listeners there. And we do have some. Pardon. <laughs> if we've got any uh, Belgian listeners, they might like to know on this day in 1978, the Poseidon restaurant opened in Brussels. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, good, yeah, Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Well, how, how, how's it going now? Now is, is it still, still, still going? Open? Still going. Still going. Oh, brilliant. Ah, it's oh, worth a visit. Ah, and interestingly enough, David Jason had his own uh, radio show on uh, radio on that evening. Really? Yeah, it was indeed. It was the, the Jason Explanation of Crime. Crime stalks the streets, and so does David Jason as he investigates, probes, and gets his. Uh, Collar felt with the assistance of, mu- of the music of Doc. What does that say? <laughs> it's your own handwriting. <laughs> John Owen Edwards and Stephen Moore. Well, they are. They've been repeated on uh, Radio Four Extra. Have they? Oh, okay. <clears throat> anyway, we've we just had another character turn out, haven't we? Yes. So Vivian, Vivian Fay. Yeah. Again, wearing practical clothing in the middle of the field, a white suit. This really is the year Pink. of Greece, isn't it? <laughs> Saturday Night Fever. Pink. I know you're colour blind. Is it pink? Actually, I'm I'm actually colour blind, so I will bow to your superior knowledge. 
Professor Rumford's sitting down on a porter potty there or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, bloody men. Yeah. I do enjoy her performance, actually. Who, hmm. the old lady? Or yeah. The... Oh. yeah. <laughs> just, just how she slows down every time she has to say anything that's complicated. <laughs> She wasn't well, she died a year later. Yeah, she did, unfortunately, yes. I don't think that's necessarily why she was slowing down. <laughs> it was. Sentences. Somehow yes. she knew. Beatrix Lehman. Yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah, Romana, your shoes. Actually, no more practical than Vivian Fay's pink suit, is it? <laughs> Ah, well, I've got about four. You got another fact there, Tom? I have indeed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, we have in the seat in the Steve uh, Stevenage. Oh the, look, so there's something going oh, on here. Before you, before you get to that, Tom, if you get to that. Ah, very odd. Yeah, something going on. Very odd going on here. Ah. Yes, yeah, bloody men leaving women holding the field of lights all the time. Oh, Crikey! All right, let's get my place names right. In the Seven Oaks Chronicle. Vietnamese refugees who arrived in England last weekend have been welcomed with open arms in Sevenoaks with the possibility of houses and employment. This follows a plea for help by Mr Christopher Long on behalf of the refugees, some of whom he entertained in his home in Barstead. What's he doing, making balloon animals? <laughs> Juggle <them. laughs> <laughs> 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 a nice chap. It was only the females you entertained, though, wasn't he? It's there for a long time, apparently. No, no, Tone, no, no. That's Watu Watu. Luna. Those silly crows. Oh, here we go. Back to more. Is that a special effect there, that fire? No. Oh, uh, yes. The Great One demands overacting bald men to worship her. I like the way she's hey, balancing that morning. candle already. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they'd got a minor bird instead of a crow, actually. <laughs> Gollocks. Did he find much more acting work, this fella? He's been in loads of things, that guy, actually. <laughs> It's only you and your wife there, mate. I mean, <laughs> oh, I only got a load of followers. That looks a bit right? like um, a scene out of Carrying Up the Kyber. Detached. <laughs> 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 tonka, Tonka, stick it up your honker. <laughs> <laughs> what about this stately home here? When did they actually film it? It's supposed to be some sort of business school or something. Oh, was it? Oh, right. Yeah, right. Apparently. We're in Tunbridge Wells or something like that. By the time they did this. According to the director. Because you've listened to the commentary on this, haven't you? And Yes, uh, yes I, I haven't. You'd think you'd have been ready for him, wouldn't you, really? You would have thought so. <laughs> <coughs> Could have done this about an half, half hour earlier or something like that. You would have thought so. Got out of the way. Tidied up. Those roads look very flame retardant, do they? And leave the simmer for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh God! I remember those horrible shirts, those great big thick stripes with uh, waistcoats. I remember my dad wearing them to work. Crikey! And in the winter with a fifteen dog rope. Yes. <laughs> And a curvy sword. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Happy days. His sacrificial blade. <laughs> <coughs> That's a very good set, actually. I do I do hmm. like that. Oh, this is interesting. Go on. On my facts. Right, um, in an interview with John Lydon on the Radio, radio One show, Rock On. Right. Rock On. Rock On. John Lydon makes... Uh, 
Names. John Lydon, names. Famous people he'd like oh, to... Oh, Tone, you've got to sort your handwriting out, I mate. Know. You can't read it. Oh, John Lydon, names. Famous people he'd like to kill, including Mick... <laughs> including... Oh, how times have changed. <laughs> <laughs> including Mick Jagger and Jimmy Savile. Right? And even tells of rumours he knows of the latter's seediness, which the programme's host dismisses as libelous. Oh. Uh, you see? Yeah. Crikey. Not an avenue I particularly want to go down. No, really. no, no, obviously no. not. But, but uh, no. it's interesting. No. Uh, talking <laughs> about back then. Well, actually, talk, yeah. talking, of mu- talking of music, should we do the charts? Or have you got a bit of oh, something yeah, else no, first? No, there's only just a couple of bits of, bits of uh, TV news, because we didn't really mention ITV. Oh, no, no, OK, OK. On ITV this night, you could have turned over and seen Mind Your Language. Oh, again, how times we're, we're definitely in the 70s. Times. Yes, we're well, definitely in the anything. 70s. Where do you, uh... And also tonight... Yes? Competing against us, it was the professionals. Ah, and the, the episode "A Man Without a Past." So the thing is, back in that, no video recorders back in those days. You really did have to uh, make a, make your mind up what was your favourite there, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, that's right. Glass of shit here. Right, should I quickly do the top ten? Yes, top ten. Okay, uh, number ten. <laughs> I can't stop loving you, Leo Sayer. Number nine, blame on the baby. You're going to start doing the charts now. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now you've got that out of the way. Yes, I, I, I just can't stop loving you. I've been denying it all these years. <laughs> Can I cut off for air now? Oh, this might please some of the listeners. The, the podcast's taken a very homoerotic tone now, isn't it? <laughs> okay, so number nine, blame it on the boogie, the Jacksons. Number eight, love don't live her anymore, Rose Royce. Seven, rat trap, the Boontown Rats. Yeah. Number six, one, Sweet Talking Woman, Electric Light Orchestra. Number five, MacArthur Park, Donna Summer. Number four, Lucky Stars, Dean Friedman. Number three, Sandy, John Travolta. Ah, yes. Number two, Rasputin, Boney M. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> and number one, Summer Nights, John Travolta and Living Newton-John. As I said, oh, this is the year of Greece, isn't it? So, far as I'm concerned, this is the year of Boney M. It is. It is the oh, year like of Boney it. M. Wasn't it Christmas 1978 they were number one with uh, Mary's Boar Child? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, well, my yeah. Lord. <laughs> oh, okay. Guess a point. I do like the music. This is completely something different for Dudley Simpson. I like it. It's the spooky, like mm. the flute and all that. I quite like that shot as well, just coming out. Coming out, see the doc, yeah. Okay. Now, I was going to say... the way he's casually sitting there as well. Yes. Now, now another thing as well. (laughs) You can tell this wouldn't happen now. Booze and fags. That's right. Yes. Odd set. Yeah. Yeah. (coughs) I think the only time I can remember someone smoking in Doctor Who was the master in The Mind of Evil, I think, Mm. actually. He's the back of that limo. He's got a great big cigar on. That's the thing, I've been catching up with Sweeney lately, and uh, yeah. constant booze and fags on there, everywhere. It's the 70s, yeah. real men, oh, it was, real yeah. men, drokens. Uh, if they didn't put it in there, drok, drokens drok smank. A bar baker and drokens smank. Let this be a warning to you about possibly the drink. That was a horror to drink right there, actually. That's right. WWF bouts, you say, that night. Okay. We have the WWWF Championships from the Philadelphia Arena featuring Crusher Blackwell against Johnny Ringo, the Yukon Lumberjacks versus uh, Joe Rodriguez and Juan Lopez, and Victor Riviera versus exotically named, exotically named Steve King. Oh, God. He's not taking part in the festivities here, is he? Does no, he's, he's not King? really. He's... I don't know. got Johnny Ringo. Yeah, it could have been oh, those, um, Super Steve King wasn't or something. That, wasn't yeah. that a spaghetti western? A western? What? Johnny Ringo. Yeah. Johnny Ringo? Yeah, it does ring a bell. Yeah. Wasn't that in the gunfights? It was in the gunfights, <laughs> that's right. Now, now, what was the... Um, no, Ringo's Golden Pistol or something, wasn't it? Was it an, an, and a gun for Ringo? Go, that's all right, yeah. Yeah. Ringo, yeah. yeah. All right, and the doctor's knocked out. He's down. Yeah. I'm the chicken lady. <laughs> <laughs> He's still alive. I mean, he tends to be. Yeah. <laughs> And even if he was dead, he'd still be quite warm, I think, if I... I like that shot as well. 
through the trees and everything. <laughs> so unless it was the Jay Garl's band and found out his angel was the centrefold and his blood <laughs> had run off. <laughs> his blood run cold, as I recall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's coming up to the boom-boom bit now, isn't it? Just want some quick football news. Well, I was going to say, but this bit coming up, it was supposed to be, you're supposed to see Tom Baker push her over the edge. Yeah. Um, but Tom Baker decided that it would just be too much for children to see him push Romano, because actually the Cesare has transmogrified into the Doctor, you see. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's, that's why you don't see who pushes her over. That's why. Ah. Library shot. Yep. <clears throat> Now, at least that cliff edge does look dangerous compared to one Sarah Jane field there <laughs> in the Five Doctors. Looks nice and realistic. Yes. Oh, dear. How, how can anyone push Mary Tam over a cliff? That was nowhere Do, near the sea, though, was it? No. Hmm. Well, we talked about but, football just then, weren't we? Or something, or Oh, there we go. The end of the episode. We're almost off the cliff. Football episode, quick, so we've got to ask Tony oh, no, no, a question. Here we go. Uh, yeah, no. A cover of Shoot Magazine's Ray Wilkins looking resplendent in his England kit, plus some hot colour action for recent matches. Okay. Who's next? He just stole it. He just stole it. I was going to say, actually, in that Shoot Magazine, Jerry Armstrong was expressing his dissatisfaction of varying number of roles he found himself undertaking for the North London club. Play me up front or let me go, he said. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whoa. Where's my question? And in football results, Millwall nil, Cholton two. Oh, God, mm. lost the derby. Cholton's first victory at the Den for 43 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And West Ham? Uh, beats Brighton Hove Albion 2 1. Oh, These were all Division 2 results. Natural. Right, Natural. okay. What's the question? Now, question. question, Tone. What were the audience figures for that episode? Is it the titles have actually now finished. Well, it must be more popular than uh, what I was guessing before. So go 11, on. 11.6. Ooh, way off, mate. 8.6 million. Ah, 8.6 million. Yeah. Okay. Right, everybody. We should return in episode 2. Indeed. Mr. Kaliak will have foreseen everything. We must have faith. She will come. Okay, we're going to press play on episode two in five, four, three, two, one, and play. And here we go. This episode was first broadcast on Saturday the 4th of November. And Paul's going to read the synopsis again. Yes, and according to the Radio Times, said this. How is the Stone Stone Circle involved in the search for the key to time? The Doctor, Romana, and K9 are faced by strange monsters as they try to solve the mystery. Oh, there we go. Now, interestingly, this episode doesn't begin with a reenactment of the la- end of the last episode. It just goes straight into the. Oh yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. yeah. Well, he didn't want to hang around for too long. Didn't no, and I got this. Then also, that cliff doesn't look that dangerous anymore. <laughs> Stop footage. Oh, here we go. There's more people there. You said there's only two of them, are you? There was earlier. <laughs> in his house. Where did they come out of? Where did they come from? Leonard? <laughs> the least threatening villain name ever. Leonard. And overacting. <laughs> They've all come from Rada, haven't they? Rent a disciple action. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. More stock footage. Oh, reminds me of Old Spice. Yeah. It was the old Spice ever, wasn't it, with the big crashing waves? It was, yes. <laughs> of course, this was the decade of old Spice, it wasn't was. it? Yeah. And denim. For the man who doesn't have to try. Too hard. Oh, yes. <laughs> that offended him. Bicycle. Bicycle! There's nothing worse you can say to, <laughs> to, to an acolyte, is there? Bicycle! Ah, oh, Tony Hart to the rescue. <laughs> well, in fact, morphed into a car. <laughs> they get there quicker. 
not wanted to jump the gun on TV, but Tony Hart was, had already been on telly that day. Ah, oh. oh, Mark Hurst watched when he's on. Yes. Yeah, that's right. He was judging some kind of competition. Or something. I bet she just painted a, a, yeah. a picture on the on the school playground with that bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> I did my bake effect fresh and early last time round, didn't I? So, you did, well, yeah. Fresh and early again today. Okay, I mean now, this time round. Right, during production, Baker travelled to the local dole office to chloroform jobless men <laughs> and used their blood to bring the stones to life. <laughs> he just hates poor people, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all true. It's all true. <laughs> It's just like, these are the opinions of the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These are not the opinions of the management. Or at all of them. Oh, Ramona's sex podcast. a little bit. Um, yeah, it does not at all dangerous. Now, does it? <laughs> <laughs> Should be sitting on a camping stool. <laughs> <laughs> little primer stove going. <laughs> Why don't you just walk round the bottom? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, mine workings. Oh, he stopped. That's almost on a par with, we've found his hat. What about favourite hot metal? You know, it's, yeah. it's about as opposite as you can get, isn't it? Yeah, it's actually. <laughs> oh, what's his name? Da- Damien, uh, what's his name? From hot metal, where he's always going to war-torn areas. And every, every single video footage, he's picking out a child's shoe. <laughs> That's all that was left. <laughs> so, I won't ever ever repeat that hot metal. I think Tom Baker's quite very dismissive in this particular story. I was going to say <laughs> And canine whizzes to the rescue. <laughs> Look at him go. <laughs> Tom Baker, what a dish. <laughs> <laughs> So tight girls. <laughs> Shall we have the um, the TV for I'll the day? Actually, TV for the day. Okay. Right. Well, yeah. on before Doctor actually at ten to six was the uh, the Basil Brush Show. It was a new series actually. Yeah. Uh, introduced by Had Williams with special guest Lisa Goddard, with the Bob Clark Ensemble, Robert Dawning, who used to be in Q with Spike oh. Milligan and uh, Len Lowe. Len Lowe. Len Lowe, there oh. is. Then at 20 past six was Doctor Who. Uh, quarter f- uh, to seven, Larry Grayson's Generation Game. 20 to eight, All Creatures Great and Small. And at uh, half past eight, Little and Large. Uh, featuring this week the Four Tops and the Jeff Richards <coughs> Birds of a Feather. Hmm, okay. At uh, nine o'clock, Starsky and Hutch. And the synopsis is Starsky and Hutch attend a high society party which ends in murder. Moider. A moider. A friend's uh, photographs should give them positive clues, but are apparently negative value. Okay. Then at uh, 10 to 10 was the news with Richard Baker. Then at uh, 10 o'clock, match of the day. Um, What are the football results? You got that ready there, Paul? The football for match of the day there? Uh, Yeah, probably. Don't know what the game of the day would have been. Norwich drew 2-2 with Tottenham Hotspur. Yes. Um, no, no, West Liverpool Ham drew 1-1 one, one with Leeds would have probably been the game of the day. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, yes. uh, Millwall lost 2-3 to Oldham Athletic. Kind of bad old no. run, weren't they? Yeah, yeah crikey. And West Ham beat Preston 3-1. Oh, there you That's go. Okay. Uh, then at uh, 2300 was Parkinson. And then, uh, unfortunately, the BBC Genome website we're reading these uh, listings from don't actually tell you who was who were the guests of the evening, actually. Did you uh, and then at uh, midnight, oh. Weatherman. <laughs> who, who was it? Uh, Bill Giles? Or was it Doesn't it, uh, say, it just Michael says, Bish? Weatherman. <laughs> right. Ah. <laughs> the least famous of Marvel superheroes. Are we talking about the subject of Midnight movie on BBC Midnight, oh, yes, 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 yes. We Dive at Dawn. Oh, yes. oh now I, you're I talking, tell you yes. That, I can tell you what that was all about. A group of daybreak swimming enthusiasts fight bureaucracy and red tape in their quest to dive at first light. <laughs> Niall McGuinness plays Mr Plumley, a stuffy official from City Hall. <laughs> it's a really good film. Yeah. Stuffy official. 
Oh, that, that is pretty. No, no, that, no sorry, as, that, that as is my favourite Romana One outfit. She looks mm. utterly gorgeous in that, Mary Tam. Can, can you tell that I actually quite fancy Mary Tam? Is it that obvious? Well, you got your hand on, on your. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tom Baker's a dish, but Mary Tam, I mean, come on. <laughs> That's just a ah. Oh. I might just have a little, a little, a little swig of beer actually in uh, in uh, tribute to, <laughs> I was to Mary Tam. Cold shower. <laughs> that was a good idea. That was well. I might join you on that. <laughs> what, in the cold shower. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> well, there you go. Here we go. Here's, here, here is here is to Mary Tam. Here's to Mary Tam. Ah, oh, lovely. I didn't know they did tartan dildos back in those days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that wasn't a comment from the shower, by the way. <laughs> That's another 70s thing, isn't it? Those tartan... Uh, dildos. Yeah, dildos and flasks. <laughs> it's the same company that made the flasks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That's, a, that's a sexy way she pulls the, the, the thing out of her, out of her boot there. Oh, lovely. Oh. So Vivian Faye didn't expect her to be alive there, did she? Hmm. Interesting. Quite shocked to see Romana turn up. Half past eight on Radio 2. Go on, then. The Peter Coe Big Band. And also, we had uh, Kim Martin in Band Parade with John Brown's Bodies. <laughs> I don't, really? know. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Have you got a fact there, Paul? You seem you seem pensive. No, in the wings. Not necessarily, particularly. Ah, oh, gigs. If you wanted to go out to see something tonight after watching this episode of Doctor Who, if you're in, a, in New York, you could have gone to see Peter Gabriel, and he had a special guest of Robert Fripp. Robert Fripp, oh, oh, okay. fine guitarist. Queen were at the Civic Centre, Lakeland. And Joy Division were in Eric's in Liverpool. Ah, Seminole bands, Seminole. Cool. Upstairs at Eric's, of course. Vivian Faye's looking very shifty there. She's looking very shifty. I think she's up to something. Yes. I don't know what it is, but I think she's up to something. New experience. You're talking about that tartan dildo again. Oh God, no! The crow escaped. His hair's on fire. His hair's on fire. He's bald in a light. He had a full head of hair when he bent down. <laughs> it's, it's half a brown. <laughs> oh, acting. Talking of which, not, not right, a bit of news for people if they're interested. Arthur Brown's playing the borderline sometime oh, later this year. Oh, 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 yeah, oh. yeah, he's still very much around. Is that what we saw Astra at Borderline? Yes. Yes. Oh, oh no. So there was bits cut from this, wasn't it? Their exchange, the couple's exchange, goes on quite a bit longer than just the the bird has gone. Oh, right, okay. Ah. That was originally put on, actually was put on the VHS originally. Really? Um, but this wasn't in the sh- this bit, and I just like the way he covers canines' eyes. Yes, <laughs> but um, yeah, of which they're talking about escaping and getting in the car. Yeah, and there is a sign saying we could get to Plymouth, Plymouth. and it's in it, and it does, does sound a bit like the League of Gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said that, there's a Swansea. Yeah. <laughs> you remind me of just. Then. <laughs> <laughs> US TV on the US on US TV tonight the Lawrence Welk show which had a tribute Lawrence Welk yeah Welk <laughs> had a tribute to Frank Sinatra getting in early 19 and a half years before the great man's death he's <laughs> 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 man ahead of his time there obviously he was yeah, <laughs> that's it Oh dear. 
It's like Tom Baker actually just waits for it to fall on him. There we go. <laughs> oh dear. I do quite actually quite like the ogre effect, actually, the big stone things moving about. I quite like it. What year did Children of the Stones come out as well? Yeah, that no, that was creepy. It was. Crikey. It is on YouTube. I confidently claim that you can't find it anywhere. <laughs> and you can buy it on DVD, Tobin. <laughs> <laughs> apart from the DVD. Well, apart from and the, the YouTube. And <laughs> oh. oh, dear. Ah, well, they have red sauce, brown sauce, or no sauce at all. I'm a brown sauce man myself. Uh, I'm a brown sauce man. She has red sauce, apparently. Who did? Mary Tan? Hmm. She has red sauce. Hey, oh. there we are. Interesting. Wait, wait yourself, Paul. Are you a red, um, no sauce, or you don't like sausages? Come on. I, I, I tend to be brown sauce. Brown sauce? It's brown got, sauce. It's got to be brown yeah. sauce. Although on hot dogs, it's got to be tomato sauce. I, I would say. Uh, on hot dogs, it's got to be uh, tomato sauce and the mustard as well. Yeah. Oh, well the mustard is more important, actually, than yeah, the tomato yeah, sauce. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and onions. onions. Yeah, yeah. Of You've got to have onions on it. Yeah. Of course. <sighs> okay. I have got left. Oh, I, I do actually sort of suspect that those sandwiches are made using nimble. Oh, nimble. What, <laughs> what, what was, that, was that one? Flies like a bird. That, with the balloons, the yeah. <laughs> The other one, you just don't see anymore. Mother's Pride, Sunbless. Sunbless, yeah. Del- delivered by the Milkman. I it think was, one. yes, yeah. indeed. Good heavens. No, no, it's no. all Warburton's and King's Mill. Oh, yeah, yeah. Milkman did a lot in the 70s, didn't he? He did, he's very busy. <laughs> <laughs> a very busy man. Yeah, that's not the comments. Very dismissive again, isn't she, Vivian Faye? Well, whatever could you mean with an old lady and a middle-aged lady living together with sisterhood? What are you talking about? Uh, uh, an only reference to... Um, <laughs> there is an undercurrent. I don't know if it's just me, I could be way off tangent, but there is an undercurrent going on here that... Lady love. Yes, lady oh, love, right. yes. I see. Especially the way Vivian Faye looks at Ramar, and also... Pro, um, the professor there looks at so when she first met Romana. Well, maybe she's part of the Bloomsbury sect in the papers. <laughs> and they're very racy and uh, experimental, as I recall. I'm not judging anybody. I'm just saying. I think if it was an undercurrent, it was quite a int- interesting and brave thing to do in 1978 ah, on yeah, a yeah, children's yeah. TV serial. Right. Maybe just the cynical eyes of the 21st century is reading far too much into it. Yes, yeah, so talking about sisterhood and things like that. In the UK. Oh, no, I'm not reading so much into it. There's another dildo. You see? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mentioned dildos. I'm going to Bloody hell, look. I've never had anyone had disappointment <laughs> at me mentioning dildos in the past. Because it's hard to make anyone disappointed with my dildo. <laughs> read fact six now I'm going to have to leave that until later on when everyone's forgotten your dildo <laughs> nobody no, forgets, forgets my dildos, dildos. <laughs> oh, 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 what's the other one? Oh, I'm going to have to mention WWWF then again go on then right, WWF as we were talking about it so. <laughs> action right, someone getting wrapped up around the ring Tony Tony Garia Gonorrhea Gonorrhea takes on Moose Mondre Crusher Blackwell is against uh, uh, S.D. Jones and someone called uh, what's his name Gorilla, Gorilla Monsoon now that's more like it he's <laughs> right. not uh, using K9 as a shredder in the TARDIS I know the junk mail that comes to the TARDIS gets put into and he's in pieces again the twat poor old, poor old Luke Graham I'll try and mention his name and, yeah, and Luke Graham the forgotten man of 1970s <laughs> WWF wrestling it was Right, shall we have the uh, the charts? Yes, please. Actually, okay. Uh, number 10 was Hurry Up Harry, Shame 69. Oh, yes. Number 9, uh, Public Image by Public Image Limited. Ooh, a few uh, okay. new wave action. Yes, uh, number 8, Blame It on the Boogie, the Jacksons. Number 7, Lucky Stars, Dean Friedman. Number 6, Sweet Talking Woman, Electric Light Orchestra. 
Number five, MacArthur Park, Donna Summer. Down to number four, Rasputin, Boney M. <sighs> up, though, to number three, Rat Trap, the Boontown Rats. Then up one? to number two, Sandy, John Travolta. And at number one, holding on at number one, I should say, Summer Nights, John Travolta and Olivia uh, Newton-John. Newton yes, indeed. Just okay. swamp, I, d- I just would actually like to go on record now and say no, I absolutely hate Greece. Their monetary and fiscal problems have been oh, causing oh. them problems, Reese. <laughs> <laughs> as soon I, as they're out of the euro, you'll be happy. I, will be, I won't be happy until it happens, oh, you actually. Xenophobe. <laughs> no, I couldn't stay in Greece in 1978 and I can't stay well, in You can see well. what's coming, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah I, I could see what's coming. Austerity is the only way of these people. <laughs> Damn them. <laughs> Damn them all. Oh, it's the return of the chicken lady. <laughs> She's got some Ribena. <laughs> the sacrificial Ribena. Which has been diluted to taste. <laughs> oh, she dragged the corpses of the uh, DeFreeses there as well. That's their blood. Of course, of course. Do with a bit of a manicure, though. Yes, the nail varnish isn't really. Actually, no, that, she just it? poured the sherry on that, <laughs> on that ogre. <laughs> oh, that's jobless men's blood, isn't it? <laughs> oh dear. Oh, yeah. okay. Go on, Tom. In the UK, Teen Mag Jackie, right? Oh, cool. Sure. Deep philosophical discussions ensue over the similarities in looks between Dishy Barry Gibb and the lovely Andy Gibb. The front page it was. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Don't they look alike? Because Except brothers. one had a beard, the other one didn't. <laughs> I feel sorry for old... Uh, who's the one with the... Uh, went bald really quickly. Oh, what was his name again? It's Morris. Was Morris. Morris, Morris yes. Gibb. Oh, I feel sorry for him. He was, he was never quite the dish. He's married to Lulu, though. Yeah. One stage. Yeah. Yeah, Lulu in a day. Lulu in a day. In a day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. something there. Yeah. So another man for the lady. Murdo McLeod made his Celtic debut when they lost to Motherwell at home 1-2. Barrel-chested, blessed with great stamina, a rocket shot in either foot. Wow! Oh, yes. Murdo McLeod signed yeah. for Celtic from Dumbarton for a hefty £100,000 fee on this ball. Oh, wow! That was a lot of money then. And it was. Crikey. What was on ITV, Paul? Have you got the ITV? Of course um, he has. But mind your language was... I was still there, was it? Okay. We believe we would have seen Saturday Banana in the morning. Yes, but the rest of the up north would have seen... Everybody else called Tiz was. Yes. fair. Hold it up Oh, Priest Hole. Priest Holes and Dildos. The 70s was utter filth, wasn't it? It was, hell yes, indeed. Ah, Jumping Joshua, yes. I might start using that now. <laughs> jumping Joshua. I'm already saying man alive, saints alive, and good heavens. Looks so, a lordy. <laughs> so, so jumping Joshua is one extra <laughs> phrase I'll start using. Crikey O'Reilly, my old friend. Blimey, she paired him quickly. Yeah, sorry, Paul. It was, what was on in the evening? Sorry. Uh, yeah, I say, Mind Your Language was on again, and yes. uh, Professionals was on, and it was the episode was In the Public Interest, where a virtual police state has been imposed by the local chief constable. Oh, I remember that one. Revolting in a supposedly almost crime-free city. Was that the one when Doyle goes undercover? Cover. They both go undercover, don't they? Yeah. Oh, well, two or two's back. <coughs> Is that when they dress up as policemen? Is that episode? No. No. I remember one, one No, they, they go undercover and, uh, yeah, they're being hunted by the police, aren't they? Yes, right, yeah. And yeah. it's the end thing, wasn't it? There's always one good cop. Yeah, that's it. Remember it now? Aha. Uh-huh. I like that bit where she finds the light switch and he doesn't. Ah, oh, some of Tony Hart's earlier works there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Ramsey only did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, prop nearly went over there. Some sailor would have lost his rope there. (laughs) (laughs) Do you mean a jolly jack tar? 
Actually, considering this is on a BBC set, it does look quite convincing, mm. doesn't it? I, getting back onto the episode itself. Yeah, yeah uh, I, I was quite impressed. Yeah, the link in between the actual set and the... And the actual outside, outside footage. I can see why the director wanted to use video yeah. rather than film now. It, it does work. It really does. Why are you wearing that ridiculous chicken lady outfit? Ah, there's a report from the Rhodesian Herald. It's not there. Ah. And another episode ends with Romana in peril. Ah. <coughs> okay. Right now, talking of today's Beano. In today's Beano, uh, readers are given the chance to win a uh, Dennis the Menace jersey. And the aforementioned Dennis gets into a scrap with many of the minks over who originally had the striped shirt. Oh. The striped, you know, striped jumper. There it is. That he wears... Okay, now, Tony, the question, the question is, how many viewers did this episode have? Uh, 8.6. 6.6? It I was down about, 2 million. What's the matter with these people? Wow. There's, there's, there's probably a good reason for that, though. Oh, yes, go on. Bonfire night. Of course, yes, uh, indeed. And Noel Evans was hosting a show on BBC Two on, on Bonfire Night, funny enough. Yeah, on Bon Bon Bonfire Night. It's a hot sherbetty sweet. <laughs> okay, everybody. Well, we're only doing episodes one and two this week. Um, we're going to do episodes three and four next week, aren't we? Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, indeed. It'll be a bit cooler, hopefully. Hopefully it will be. Yeah. Um, so... Um, Yes, we've had the... Um, uh, you might have noticed a, a, a sound in the background, actually, during that for this episode. We had to keep the fan on because it was just oh, so man, hot in here. It. it was yeah. just so hot. Um, so you might have a little bit of a background hum going on. So uh, we do apologise. <laughs> 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 which, 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 if we hadn't put the fan on, we'd have all smelt. Yes, indeed. <laughs> no, we did episode one <coughs> without the fan, and it was just yes. too damn hot, wasn't it? So we decided to yes. keep it on. So if there's any background noise to this, we do apologise, but... Um, I'm quite sure it, it wouldn't spoil your overall enjoyment. Exactly. It didn't spoil ours. I'm certain if anything's going to spoil your overall enjoyment, oh. it's not going to be the fact. No, it's not going to be this. No. no, no, exactly. OK, everybody, so we should return next week with a commentary for episodes three and four. So until next week, then, and we'll do the bumper news next week as well, shan't we? we yes, indeed. So, OK, then, so it's a goodbye from me, Phil. Goodbye from me, Paul. And goodbye from me, Tony. Goodbye. to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Mm-hmm.